Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. How are you today? February 21st, 2024, a Wednesday, and the time now is 3.25 p.m. Pacific time. What's new with you guys? How have you been? I know it's been a minute or a week. Uh, you know, I haven't been recording too much. I've been kind of busy. But before I forget, a big thank you to Spotify for podcasters. Great way, great way to start your own podcast or do it with a friend or just listen to the or watch many podcasts to choose from too many and i'm kind of glad i got some free time folks you know i quit my job yesterday so i got plenty of time to do a lot of stuff now and i'm just catching up uh catching up my sleep actually that's one thing i'm it's uh three o'clock in the afternoon i I need my three o'clock nap i think i was up like six o'clock in the morning anyway folks we're gonna do another episode in the true crime series. I had been meaning to do this particular episode for a while, but I was on a fence as to whether to do it or not out of respect for the victims' families because I didn't want to reopen their wounds. But after thinking about this for a while, I realized that I'm not hurting them. You know, I'm just helping the name of their loved one to live on and, and to allow the victim's family sentiments to be heard. Because I think a lot of these families, they want a voice. A lot of these families started a a movement or advocacy groups to fight gun This case, uh, it's the Parkland, Florida shooting. We covered this case already. And it's been about a a little over a year since Nicholas Cruz was sentenced. I I believe in November of 2023, he was sentenced to life imprisonment without parole. And uh, I watched all the victim impact statements. There was a lot of them. And I I, I didn't even document all of them. I had to go through YouTube to take notes on them. And like I said, it's been over a year. And, um, you know, if if anybody is offended by this, I'll I'll take it down. I really mean no disrespect for the families. I'm just helping their, their voice to let them know their loved one is not forgotten. And that, and their, their statements were quite impactful. You know, people felt their pain. So here's some of the notes uh, of some of the um, family members. Uh, this gentleman, he was, he is, well, he is, because she'll always be his daughter, even though she's not, you know, on this earth right now. She's in spirit. Gina Montaldo, uh, her, her brother, Anthony Montaldo, and I hope I pronounce it correctly, Anthony Montaldo III said at the to, at the victim impact statement to Nicholas Cruz, it's a great pain that only I feel to go from being a younger brother to an only child in less than six hours is a dramatic change for everything. And I know that the father, Tony Montalo, said a lot more than what I got quoted, but for some reason, the word you murdering bastard stuck with me. So I wrote that then and, and she was right. Uh, you know, the the convict is a murdering bastard. He did that uh, out of the hatred of his heart. He, there's, I think there's a term, um, mens rea, with intent. He did it with intent. Let's continue here. Stacy Lippel is a teacher. Uh, she got shot during the, during the shooting. And she said, you don't know me but you tried to kill me. 
I will have a scar on my arm and the memory of you pointing your gun at me uh, ingrained in my brain forever. Like any other criminal victim or like a rape victim, whatever it is, you know, you, you perpetrate a crime on somebody and they are going to replay it in their head over and over again. Uh, who else? Uh, do I have a comment? Do I have a quote? For, all right, I know Debbie Hickson. Uh, I believe she's the wife of Chris Hickson, who was a Navy veteran, by the way, I had something to say, but I didn't find a comment. But, I, you know, I want her to be credited for having made her victim impact statement. Um, Megan Petty, the sister of Alana Petty, who was 14, uh, she said to the convict, I was bullied in school. I've lost 15 family members and loved ones since I turned nine. Not once have I ever turned to hurting others as a solution to make me feel better because I'm not a coward and I'm not weak. Yeah, because of um, the defend he, when he was a defendant, he used a bullying excuse. He was bullied and when he, he lost family members and you know, boo-hoo-hoo, so now I'm going to go shoot a bunch of people who did nothing to me. Uh I think, oh, I think she further said, I hope that your name and existence are erased from society. Well, that's the whole point of prison. Um, like the victim of another, per- the father of victim in the Idaho massacre case, the father of um, Goncalves. What was her? I'm sorry. The young lady, it'll come back to me. Her parents are very active. The father's name is Steve. Uh, he had He had said, you know, when, when someone perpetrates a crime like this, they need to be removed from the planet. So yes, Nicholas Cruz is being erased from society. Uh, the parents of Ben Wickender, who was shot in the back, uh, said to the, def- the, the convict, whatever pain you experience in prison will unfortunately be a fraction of what Ben endured, his father Eric Wickander said, I'm kind of going out of order here, but I'm trying to keep it moving, folks, because I want to, you know, give these families a voice. David Rabinovitz, who was the grandfather of, I I believe, Alyssa Aldehoff, I believe I have a name correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but he said to the convict, I hope that they burn your ashes and throw them in the garbage. You know why? Because garbage to garbage. Uh, What else you got here? Uh, Patricia Oliver, uh, Joaquin Oliver, he had his family there every day. He had his parents. He had his sister. He had his girlfriend. Joaquin was 17, and he sounded like one hell of a guy. I mean, he sounded like he was a real likable guy, very popular. And uh, Patricia Oliver... um, said that the the defense the defense for Nicholas Cruz exhibited shameful despicable behavior and pointed to every attorney and said I am broken I am broken because they kept saying how Nicholas Cruz and I know a lot of the victims families don't even like to mention his name they just referred to him as the monster whatever you know, I understand that too, but they kept saying the, the using the broken defense that he's broken, that he's born of fetal alcohol syndrome, and uh, all. The, you know, it, it would have came down to his hate, 
that's what it came down to. He was he didn't feel like he fit in uh, the community. Is an affluent community, and I get the feeling it's a lot of Jewish people there. And Nicholas Cruz is not Jewish, and you know he. He just had a lot of issues, and he was jealous of them, and he probably didn't fit in too well, you know. But a lot of us don't feel. I didn't fit in well in school. I didn't have any friends. Yeah, you don't, you know. And he just took that hate, and he decided to go shoot everybody. So, you know, that's anyway. There was a big controversy uh, at the end of the trial because um, the defense did not like, I guess, you know, the families going up and pointing to the attorneys and. You know, but whatever, you know, the, the attorneys, defense attorneys exhibited a lot of inappropriate behavior. Like they were joking around and laughing with the defendant like they were peers. And he's not someone you should be joking around and being friends. I mean, he has a right to be defended. He's presumed innocent until guilty. He has a right to a fair trial, but he's not your buddy and is in poor taste to sit. And, and I think one of the attorneys actually like flipped the bird at the court and the defendant. And this is not playtime. You know, this is a murder. Seventeen, I think, seventeen people lost their life. So that was the controversy at the end. Um, Teresa Rabinovitz, who was the grandmother of uh, Alyssa Aldahop, said, "Burn in hell." And um, I didn't get. I mean, there was more people like Fred Fred Guttenberg. I believe his daughter was is Jamie Guttenberg. He had a, a decent amount to say too. Um, Linda Beagle, the fa- the mother. The mother of Scott Beagle, and uh, and her husband. Uh, he, I know he's an attorney. I'm sorry, I forgot his name, but he's an attorney, I believe, from New York. He was very well spoken too. So that's about it. I just wanted to, you know, to give a voice to the victims and give a voice to the families and commend them on their bravery to continue and to try to make some sense of this tragedy, lobby for gun control, lobby for tighter security and safety in schools, and make this world a better place so nobody ever has to go through what many families have gone through from unnecessary mass shootings. And that's about it. That's all I have to say. Thank you very much, folks, and I'll talk to you soon.